0: Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Nicole it lives in Mesa, but she is driving to work in Phoenix and is giving us a call to enroll in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. So we'll ask you the three questions. You'll give us the three answers. Two out of the three of them will be correct, and you'll graduate. Good luck, Nicole. Thank you. Nicole, I don't know if you're a Cardinals
1: fan, but they've lost quarterback Kyler Murray for the season. And well, he's very small longer, and easy to misplace. Maybe longer. <laughs> so we're going to ask you, which of these people are Cardinals quarterbacks? We're going to go back through the history here, okay? All right. Somebody else will be added to the roster and can then say from here on that they were
0: an Arizona Cardinals quarterback. You know, if they brought Josh Rosen back right now, it'd be a Hanukkah miracle. Woo! So, here you go, Nicole. Who was the
1: actual Cardinals quarterback from these three names? John Hillerman, Dirk Benedict, or Tim Rosenbaugh?
2: Let's go with
1: Tim. Tim Rosenbaugh was a Cardinals quarterback. Timmy! Which of these? Yay. Which of these three names was never an Arizona Cardinals quarterback? Stony Case, Virgil Runnels, or John Skelton? Let's uh, put the first one. Stony John. Case was an Arizona Cardinals quarterback. The actual answer was Virgil Runnels, which is the real name of the American Dream, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Your last question. A hard time. (laughs) Last question. Name the guy who was a Cardinals quarterback from these three names. Gary Hogaboom, Marty Lundy, or Ivan Koloff? Uh, Let's go with
2: number two.
1: Marty Lundy, no, I'm sorry, that's the real name of AA A Arn Anderson, <laughs> member of the Four Horsemen. <laughs> so the actual Aww. answer, the actual answer was Gary Hogaboom, but Nicole Ho-ga-boom. you sound like a very nice person. You deserve to be at a wonderful light show, so we'll give you the passes, okay?
2: Aww. thank you. Thank
1: you for listening. Hang on.
0: Yeah, it's going to be
1: a good day. We got to mention Dusty Rhodes, Arn Anderson, and Gary
0: Hogeboom. Yes. Yeah, that's a a big one. And Josh Rosen somewhere. He was like, they need me. (laughs) We are off to a promising start this morning.
1: 100.7. KSLX All right now From free a, a nice song About being happy Together forever Forever yes. and ever Yes which yeah. we, that's, that's where
0: every, every relationship Should last forever But check out Time is noon
1: We uh, we want to wish The same To this newly Married couple Who are And this is Kind of interesting It's one of the Guys from Toto Steve Lukather yeah, one guitar of The guitar
0: player Arguably the greatest Session guitar player Ever
1: And Jonathan Kane From Journey Their kids Just got married It's Jonathan Kane's Daughter Married Steve Lukather their son. So Toto and Journey are interwoven, intertwined, interlinked forever.
0: Not only are they uh, prime examples of what they call corporate rock, now they've had a corporate merger. Kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Absolutely. Good for them. Congratulations. I hope that goes on forever. Yeah. Aren't you going to ask me where they got married? I, I wasn't going to, but I guess I will. Where did they get married? Well, come on. You know where they got married. No, I don't know. That's why I asked. <laughs> Down in Africa. Oh, oh, we're doing that. Well, what else would we do? All right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I want to make the show a little bit too highbrow or anything like that. All right. All uh... right. They get married down in Africa. I imagine the vows consisted of the officiant saying, do you, Steve Lukather's son, take Jonathan Kane's daughter to love, touch, and squeeze <laughs> until you go your separate ways? <laughs> to have, to hold, to love, touch, yeah. squeeze, yes. Until you go your separate ways? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have mentioned faithfully oh, until no, you go I mean, your separate yeah. ways. Yeah. You know, uh, what I heard was that everybody tried to get into the cocktail hour early. Yeah. So the ushers were required because they had
0: to, well, you know,
1: hold the line. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, it was, it was uh, they originally had scheduled an afternoon wedding, but it really? they decided early evening when the lights go down in the city. <laughs>
1: Is good. Um, uh, what I heard was that the dinner menu had, like, this incredible, nu- incredible number of options. So well, such could, as? Well, so that you could have it any way you wanted. Yeah. That's just
0: what I, it's just oh, what yeah, I heard. I don't yeah, know that yeah. to be true or not. Yeah, the, un- the unfortunate part is uh, the bride's uncle couldn't be there, but he did send her my love. <laughs> All right, so that is a cool story, is yeah, it not? Yeah, She was engaged to another guy before, and uh, it didn't really work out for him. So who's crying now, right? Uh, all right, yeah, exactly, no, no. yeah. All right, there we go. That's what I was looking for. Are, are we done? We're done. All sure, right, all sure. All right. Be careful on the way to work. You never know what you're going to find on the road. Yeah, I was actually getting on uh, uh, the on-ramp to the 202 on the way home uh, from work yesterday morning, almost hit like a bumper off of somebody's car, like an entire plastic bumper. I had to do the the, the quick swerve thing into the breakdown lane. I almost hit hit the guardrail. It was a a hairy thing because you don't expect to see that in the middle of the lane. I had one yesterday where I'm on
1: 101 South heading home. I'm in the middle lane. Right. And I decide to pass the guy in front of me, pull over to the left. Right, sure. I speed by him. And then I did the double check. I mirror checked, and I also shoulder checked to make sure I had, you know, made enough distance between the two of us to slide back into the middle lane. Look at you being all responsible and cautious well, as gotta, a driver. You know, you got to right. be that. Right. And Good then as I finished my shoulder check, I turned back, and there's something in the road oh, no. right ahead of me. Oh, and no. It was pretty sizable. Oh, no. I couldn't no. tell quite what it was, so, I, you know, I swerved a little bit to get around it. No sure. problem. Right. As I passed it. Yeah. It was a lovely throw pillow. Oh, it was really—it was very nice throw pillow. Was it just in the road? I was like, somebody had a hell of a throw. Somebody talks because <laughs> I was like, where's the couch? Yeah, there's no yeah. couch
0: here. Yeah, well that's the that's the weird part. Somewhere along the highway, there's a couch missing a throw pillow. <laughs> I know it. Wow. Um, the good really news is that that throw pillow really tied the road together, though. It did. <laughs>
1: very, very, very it nice. went with things. Yeah, yeah, it really did. It if, went with the traffic. Yeah.
0: If you find yourself yeah. in traffic, you could always just get out and put your head down there for a little bit and have a yes. nice, nice little nap.
1: Had I lost control of the vehicle it would have been the most nicely accessorized crash of the year (laughs) yes but look at how soft it would
0: have been Uh, yeah that's true i mean if your airbag doesn't deploy at least you got a throw pillow yeah i was wondering now
1: if i had run over it could it get caught up in the wheel well yeah yeah i mean but I it could have i'd like to think that my car would be strong enough to just blow through it you know just churn all that stuff out and spit it out but then again in airplanes you have a bird yeah. flying into the propeller, yeah, you not know, yeah. the propeller, but the turbine, the, yeah. the turbine, you know, and and it's causing the plane, plane to take, you know, it, do an emergency landing. Yeah, so know. who knows? What could happen? It was a very nice throw pillow. I'm sure ball. it was, yeah. yeah. Flowers or, uh,
0: or floral pattern <laughs> or was, was it a solid? It was a
1: semi-floral pattern. Right, well, I liked it. That's,
0: that's very attractive. Not too gaudy. Yeah. Well, I think what part go- of town were you in? Because, you know.
1: I, I was on the 101 between uh, between 60 and 202, so. Well, that's a very respectable neighborhood. Oh, I'm sure it
0: was a nice. Did you go to Home Goods? You probably could have got a nice little afghan with that i know yeah.
1: i may go back and see if it's there still you know it's there if it's still there today yeah i might grab it that's, wash that's it
0: the that's the problem though yeah. man you, you missed up your opportunity you should have just opened the window open the door and grabbed it like uh like in raising arizona when as he grabs I, the baby off as, the- as i yeah. scooted by yeah i think so yep. like the pampers or the, the the huggies the message be
1: careful on those roads yes. all right is that the message that is the message <laughs> and always and it just shows you how useless throw pillows are because yeah. people are just chucking them out on the well, highway he,
0: well he did throw it away
2: hi this is Israel it's time for time out for Spanish
0: as a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known Mark and Paul are taking time out for
1: Spanish Tina from Phoenix is on the phone to play timeout for Spanish, trying to win a $25 gift card for Von Hansen's Meat Market. And Tina, this is where we give you a Spanish phrase, and then you have to translate it with three choices in English. Are you up for it?
0: All right, here comes your Spanish phrase.
3: No necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo. Necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo dos veces.
0: Wow, yeah. Did you hear that, Tina? (laughs) Yeah. We broke the limit on paras
1: in that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Too early for that one. Yeah, I'm going to do it again just because.
3: No necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo. All right.
0: That does translate into para something. Yeah. Is it A? My therapist says I have a preoccupation with vengeance. We'll see about that. He'll be sorry. Yep. B. Build a man a fire and he'll be warm for a day. Set a man on fire and he'll be warm for the rest of his life. Ow. (laughs) Or C, you don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You need a parachute to go skydiving twice. (laughs) (laughs) Which one is it? It would be C. It is C. Congratulations.
2: (laughs) Thanks, guys.
0: (laughs) Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal.
1: Was it you and me who were talking about the Arizona Center
0: recently? And I was talking about the piano bar they used to have. I don't know. I mean, you and I have so many t- ancillary conversations. I do remember we were joking about the uniquely named Arizona Center, and my question is to whether or not it was geographically accurate. <laughs> I don't know. Because if you're going to call something uh, something, damn it, you ought to be honest right. about it. It is near central, but not quite
1: at central. Okay. But um, I, I was trying to remember. It used to be when it first got built, it was like an entertainment complex. They had restaurants and bars and things yeah, like kinda that. Yeah, kind of like
0: the Gaslamp District in San Diego and, and now stuff it's, like that. Yeah,
1: and yeah, now it's kind of gotten to more office space and there's, you know, they got the theater there, but yeah, um, if they even still have that, I don't know. But um, I could not remember the name of the piano bar. Okay, and then, and we dropped. It. So, amazingly, nobody said, "Let me Google that." But we dropped the discussion, and I forgot about it. Right. And then yesterday, I saw a story about rap mogul P. Diddy.
0: Yes, Had Sean a, Puffy Combs. Did you see the story? I didn't see. Had the a story. kid.
1: Oh no, yeah, had a baby.
0: Well, congratulations to Puffy.
1: And I just I just saw the story and you know as I'm kind of breezing past it the first thing that popped into my mind was oh a little diddy. Oh. And then I remembered that was the name of the piano bar. Little ditties. Little ditties. Did you ha- ever have one? It was dueling pianos. They would. They would have. Yeah, I mean, each, I know, I know a Guy dueling, on each side.
0: I, yeah, I know what dueling pianos yes. are, but I don't. I don't know that there was ever called little ditties. I You know, I mean, there was a yeah. dueling. I, I know that there used to be. A <laughs> you dueling, know the concept. Yeah, there was one on Mill Avenue too. like as Might recently as like ten years ago, there was Might one Down, downstairs. Like you know when you go to the corner of Mill Avenue, they had a the big the intersection. There was yes, a piano I bar do. downstairs. I forget what the name of the place was. Below's below's something
1: like that. Because there was a place that I don't. I don't know if
0: that's still there either because yeah. you, you know yeah, the, the it, dueling it, piano bar was kind of like kind of like the, the the coyote ugly thing it was a fad that happened for right. a few years and then just sort of it, it worked its way out i just had to mention that because it was like oh my god that's the name and it came to it, it came oh, to go. it in a weird way I, I remember little ditties that way i saw yeah. them at the mason jar oh yeah great it, show 91 yeah now was it 93 gosh you, it's so long ago you know what now that we're talking about
1: something <laughs> local um All right, here's this story. Okay. Of, uh, and this is local, Phoenix cop, who is now under investigation. It's a uh, internal affairs, buddy. No cop wants to hear that. Yeah, no, I is. is the,
0: those are the two letters you never want to hear as a cop.
1: No, he's under investigation now. Um, he was working at home, which I don't understand how that works necessarily if yeah, you're a police he, officer, but he was patrolling a very <laughs> specific neighborhood. <laughs> That's right. He is. Well, he, he, he had it crime free. I guess, um, yeah. Well, not really. For, except for the fact. That he has allegedly been And this A Phoenix cop Allegedly been Creating And uploading Porn videos Featuring himself While he was on the clock With the Phoenix Uh, Police Department Let's clarify On the clock 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 C-L-O-C-K Clock Yes Um this is uh, this is quite a story. It's gone national. Yeah, and uh, I, I think the thing I love most about it is his his stage name, his porn name, right? Which is
0: Rico Blaze. Oh, of course it is. Yes, Rico. Rico Blaze. Yes. So it'd be Rico Blase.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's heard of Rico Suave. If you're an old time Boston Red Sox fan, you've even heard of Rico Petrus. Nice. Nice pull there. Yes, thank uh, you, you. You and I are the only people I think that get that joke. <laughs> There's right a there. couple of them. Yeah, and a
0: couple uh, of transplants from the Northeast.
1: But uh, Rico Blades. Rico. That is a, Now, can they
0: bust him under the Rico statutes I, now? I, well, I think it, they might be able to. Maybe. Um, you know, I mean, he's certainly taking the term on the side of his vehicle to protect and serve. <laughs> <laughs> well, his his first movie was to protect, but mostly to serve. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure his movie's like, welcome to my aunt online video anything you do or say <laughs> i will be held against you that's right. yeah that's one of his movies yeah let me show you what will be held against <laughs> yes you. yes the man with the huge glock oh. <laughs> can i show you my nightstick rico blaze
1: a, a phoenix police officer doing porn now even if it's in his spare time this is against the, you know, the moral turpitude clause
0: of the Phoenix PD, uh, pretty much of any PD. I'm I was, was sure. going to say, yeah. I mean, you yeah. Know, it's funny because I, I, you know, I... <laughs> one of the things that happens when you see a law enforcement officer and they're doing something in their uniform. Uh, that they're not supposed to be doing Is they put their badge away Like that's going to make any difference <laughs> Well I didn't have my badge So I wasn't representing this You know By the law enforcement agency And, and really He wouldn't have had any place To put it Exactly on
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're into
0: That kind of yeah, thing yeah. And maybe that's one of the videos I don't know Yeah I'm going to cuff you yes. But first You're going to cuff me <laughs> Yes <laughs> Not shooting blanks. Coming soon. Oh, come on. Yeah. I'm sorry, ma'am. You're going to have to come, come with, with me. me.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Good luck to Rico Blaze.
1: Yeah, good luck with that. I hope he has a good lawyer. And that is, uh, that is right here in good old
0: Phoenix, Arizona. Sure. Let's talk about stupidity, a thing we call the Mark and Yander Paul dumbass of the day.
1: Yeah, got to do this. 32-year-old Vincent Skrbachik. Sure, so, that's it. <laughs> that's so, it, sure. You know it's going to be fun when 32-year-old Vincent Skrbachik is our topic, right? Skrbachik, get in here. Yeah, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> Public intoxication is not what Vincent has been charged with, but it was what he was indulging in a week ago Friday morning. This was early morning, too. It was like M. A.M., when a drunken Vincent was walking down the street and saw a vehicle with the keys in it. Well, this is one reason you don't leave your keys in your car. Well, the first you reason vacated, is you, you
0: shouldn't leave your keys right. in your car. That's the only reason you should need. But the biggest reason, drunken Vincent Skrbatchik's. Yeah, which is one of my favorite children's books.
1: <laughs> Vincent, of course, stole the vehicle, which meant it was joy time ride. All right, okay. Skrbatchik, you
0: get behind the wheel.
1: I yes. trust you. The calls were made to police, which meant that it became hot pursuit time. All right. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. State troopers eventually laid down down spike strips to stop Vincent and arrested him right near the border of Beaver County. I told you fun was in store. Vincent was arrested and charged with many things, including receiving stolen property, DUI, fleeing police, etc. And a name nobody can spell. Right? And the sad thing is that Vincent never had a chance to truly get away and steal this vehicle. Nah. Much too identifiable Yeah. as Vincent became the latest in a growing trend of, I may guess. of stealing ambulances. Sure, why yeah. not? Yeah, those mm-hmm. are the most aerodynamic,
0: and they have—they tend to have great pickup.
1: Yep, left unattended while paramedics were doing,
0: you know, trivial things like saving lives. Yes, Well, you know what? I mean, let be honest with you. If a paramedic is saving a life, the time to take the keys out and start the engine, are, those are precious seconds. So right, I, exactly. I, I get it. I understand right. that. I, I will forgive the paramedics for leaving the keys in the yes. ignition. Right, and sadly, there are Vincent Skorbachics in the world who will yes. take
1: advantage of such a situation. Now, there's only one Vincent Skrbatchik in this story. That's right. He's the one who's been sentenced to be the Mark and Paul dumbass of the day. You know what? I think
3: that was a beautiful story you just told
1: you. Mm-hmm. And it was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. Over 2,000 previously owned models. You can look at them at RoadrunnerHarley.com. 100.7 KSLX. Ah, oh, it's going to be a fun... It's been a fun morning already. It's going to get more fun now because Gary Hoey has popped into the mark and Neander Paul studio and he's playing at the rhythm room
0: tonight 10th Street and Indian School one of my favorite things about Gary Hoey other than our, our long enduring friendship is the fact that Gary is one of those guys that you can count on at least once or twice a year you're gonna get an email saying hey I'm in town yeah I c- can I come by <laughs> yeah yeah here I am
1: knock knock
0: at the back
3: door yeah <laughs> so
1: you're doing your your ho ho hoey like it's Christmas time so your set list changes
3: yeah Yes, it's Basically. time to put on the hat yeah. and, and take out the Christmas cheer, man. I love it. Twenty-seven years, can you believe it?
1: That you, since 20,
3: since 20, the first Ho, Ho, twenty-seven Holy years CD ago, came out? we twenty-seven years ago, uh, I sent you guys this little track. I think it was the Twelve Days of Christmas. Yeah, we recorded me and Alan and my manager Dave. We said let's just make a Christmas song for radio friends to play, like right. you, coming in and out of commercials and stuff. And we never thought it was going to take off. I'm not kidding. In my bedroom on an a track, um, just having fun. And twenty-seven years later, here we are. Nobody just, was doing that then. No. The the no. rock
0: versions of Christmas songs. No, Gary, you know, Gary, here's some things that you may not know. Gary was a guy that uh, auditioned for Ozzy Osbourne, right? He was a guy that was up there that uh, Ozzy chose Zach Wilde over Gary. Gary was there uh, auditioning after the Jakey Lee. Uh, debacle happened there with, and, and he's been around For a long time He's been around As as long as the guys Like the Satriani's And the Vi's And stuff like that He found his thing His way to sort of Work his way in And has been doing it Ever since
2: Yeah uh, it's
0: I, I want you pl- We want you to play A song here yeah. But in, in a
1: little bit Maybe in 10-15 minutes I can There's, play some Aussie For you if you yeah. want to. I, I, great. I know a couple great. I, uh, a oh. I know you have a uh, I know you have a session Coming up <laughs> Where you're doing Iron Maiden stuff Right uh, For Through the uh, the Rock and Roll Fantasy
3: Camp deal yes, yeah. yes Well I've been doing Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp now yeah, Over 10 time, years right? yeah. So awesome We just did one It was the Stones Versus the Beatles And we had Chuck Lavelle From the Rolling Stones Come nice. in and play So basically It's like a four day camp You know you get two days To kind of go in a, in a room And rehearse And we Each band gets a, a professional Rock star and then they go play live. See, it's amazing.
1: I, I still say Chuck Lavelle from the Allman Brothers band, Gary, but I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> no, he is he is from the Almond. No, Brothers band. No, I know it's too, the but same but it's, guy. That's it, my that's that's where my my, yeah. my favorite lies. But yeah, he's been too, with the stones too.
3: forever though. But and, and and we you know, the played f- uh we played Brothers with but Lavelle. The
1: question I want to ask you in a little while is your You've worked with so many people. Think of your biggest pinch-me moment. Oh, my goodness. Oh, pinch-me, I'm dreaming. Don't don't even tell yeah. us now. Let's play a song now. Yeah, absolutely.
3: What yeah, because if- <laughs>
1: you've, so, I mean, you've worked with so many different people yeah. that we would heur- have yeah. heard of. And so. Gary, also has be
3: Brian May from Queen. That's right there. That's it right there from that's Brian May. Well, tell us yeah. the story in a little bit. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you in a bit. Yeah. For
0: those that don't know, Gary, uh, also, b- besides doing the Christmas stuff, he's also like one of the guys, when you hear all that rock music on ESPN that's underneath like the, the highlights and stuff, he does that. Some of the ride. At Disneyland, that's Gary, man. Gary is a guy that can do it all, and he does the Christmas thing very well. So he brought in his little. It's amazing how the technology has changed. He brings a guitar
3: yeah. and an iPhone. Yes, and, and my, that, I got my iPhone right here. My band in the box. Okay,
0: yeah. let's
1: let's hear. What do you got? What Christmas carol are you play? for I was thinking
3: us? of doing. You know, back when 27 years ago, when I decided to try to reinvent Christmas, my thought was, you know, my mom said, Gary, make a nice Christmas record, a nice one, a nice one. And I, I had been, I had just become a, a, I just my career just started off. I was a professional. My, my career was taken off. And I said, Mom, there's so many nice Christmas records. What if I did something rock and roll? And I just wanted to reinvent Christmas. I really didn't think I was uh, doing something different. So this is your mean one, Mr. Grinch, oh, which I good. thought was Great one of my stuff. favorites. All right, All right let's go. do it. All right, here we go. Come on, band, baby. <laughs> Come on, guys. Is your phone buffering? I don't know what it's doing here. Is it playing? Is it playing? Technology. Are we hearing any trackage? All right, hold on, yeah. All right, we have silence for a moment. That's all right. Give me, give me one Gar- second. Gar- Gar- there we go, that's
0: what he's looking for. Here we go, here we go. Woo! Rock and roll! Nice. I hate Gary Hoey.
3: (laughs) He's one of those guys, he just makes it
0: look so easy that as a guy who's been trying to play guitar since 1979, I look at him and I go, what am I doing?
1: Why do I even bother?
3: Oh, thanks, man.
1: It's one of the. And again, Gary is playing at the Rhythm Room tonight and Mm -hmm. and the set is mostly from the Ho Ho Ho, Ho Hoey album. It's it's going to be a lot of Christmas
3: music and a few non. But
1: you know what? What you just said is like when I read uh, Ted Templeman's book, the producer of, you know, producer Van Halen, among others, he was saying about the first time he saw Eddie Van Halen, he was things that it was unconscious, like the same way that we would pick up a fork right, and use yeah. a fork or a knife. Yeah. He was able to do things on his guitar yeah. with that same ease, or at least it seemed like he was doing the
0: same ease. Yeah, when you see one of those and guys— And Gary is like that. When you oh, see a guy that you. has that it— and then you just watch it, you go, oh, boy. Yeah, oh, This is just a waste of <laughs> You guys of my, are so sweet. Well, you know what?
3: I, I did work really hard, man. Like, I, when I was young, I started playing when I was about 14. And my sister was dating this guy that played the guitar. And he came over the house, and he was sitting, like, across from the kitchen table. And I just remember seeing him just play in front of me. It just freaked me out. Like, I, that was sort of my, you know, thrust into music. Because to just see someone do it, I think he played, like, you know, I think he was playing, like, maybe, like... Right. You know, just like a Zeppelin song yeah. and his fingers just looked like a spider moving up and down the neck I just was so mesmerized I said would you please please teach me and he said well if you get a guitar you know I'll teach you and my mom and dad were divorced you know my mom and dad divorced when I was really young so I was going to visit my dad and uh, I showed up at his house and he said go get something out of the closet and I opened the closet and there was this cheap little $60 Sears and Robux guitar leaning on the closet and I said who's is that he said oh that's a piece of crap he goes nobody wants that you can have it it. And I was like, "Oh my!" And I took that baby, and that was right. That I went home, and he taught me some chords. Yeah. Do you I, still have your first guitar? I actually had it forever, and I lent it to a friend because he wanted to start playing, and he uh, he got rid of it. So I I I, I forgave him. <laughs> so he stole it. He <laughs> stole it and hocked. Yeah. It, someone on eBay has got Gary Hoy's first guitar. It went the way of it went the way of Robot anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guitar. yeah, yeah. The guitar was called Norma. It actually said Norma. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Oh, you wrote that, Yeah. It well, was Norma.
0: You you played like you played the same i've seen that guitar before you play you you get attached to these things They're, they become like part of you
3: yes absolutely this this guitar actually is from 1997 and yeah. if, you, if you guys come to the show tonight you'll mm-hmm. see it it's, it's a shoreline gold it looks brand new <laughs> it doesn't even look like it's old um it's just well made
1: I tell you what you want you want to do another song right now we can do it do now a song uh, and take a quick break and, yeah, then, we'll, and then stick around and we'll do some more stuff well, Yeah, and, you can hang as long as yeah. you
3: want man i mean the show runs till 10 so i, if you, I am, you got nothing to do I it till no, tonight i have no way to go i'm going for <laughs> breakfast i hope you guys are coming after this oh,
0: that'd, be, that'd be fun yeah
1: <laughs> hey, we'll
3: How about Carol of the Bells? Is that a good one? Yeah, Here we go. Let's rip it up. Whatever you you want to do, man. Gary Ho, everybody.
0: So great. I just want to say for the record Al Petrelli and Trans Siberian Orchestra stole Gary Hoey's gig. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just, Gary was doing it first. That's guys. And that's why he is who he is. He's going to be at the Rhythm
3: Room tonight. He is Gary Hoey. Have they ever asked you to join that tour? Uh, you know, we're all good friends, man. Yeah. They yeah. I said, let me open up, man. Give me like 30 minutes on the front of the show. It'd be well, fun, just, wouldn't it? You could certainly, if
1: they needed another, because <laughs> uh, they have a couple of troops, yes. basically. But if they ever yeah. needed another one, you
0: yeah. could certainly
2: be I would love guy. to jump in yeah. sometime. You
3: never yeah. know. That could be fun. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Be fun. absolutely. Is there
0: anybody you haven't played with that you want to play with? Mm-hmm. Like, is there somebody, I mean, you, you, Mark had mentioned your, you know, your. Yeah. Your oh wow moment. We got to get to that, yeah. But but you know, I mean, I've never worked
3: with like you know. I I like Sting, man, from the police. I think he's super talented. I'd love to work with. Oh, is he?
0: You think he's good? He might do something. I love his whole like thing, man.
3: He's just so (laughs) ridiculous. He does everything. So he'd be my guy.
0: Great songwriter.
1: But all right, so we talked earlier about your pinch me moment where you're like, I can't believe I'm here doing this with these people. Heavy bones. He's playing. (laughs) Who would it be?
3: Uh, to play with P- you mean? Pinch no, me? I mean something that's happened. Yes, uh, it would be the Brian May moment for me. Brian okay. May from Queen. Tell us about the moment. It was going on the road with uh, Brian when, when Hocus Pocus came out and I had a hit on the radio. He took me out on tour and uh, was the nicest guy in the world, man, and, and let me uh, let me also do some dates over in Asia. So we went over to you know Japan and rode the bullet train and did dates in like. 20,000 people, unbelievable, and got, brought me out on stage to play with him. So he was doing
1: his own thing, yes, and you were warming up for him, and but he would bring you out
3: on stage also. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he was just so gracious, super. He comes walking in my dressing room. He's like six four with the big hair. And he's like, "Hello, I'm Brian." Yeah, <laughs> looks like the Pope coming in and going, "Hi, yes, I'm the Pope." Exactly. Hello, I'm and the Pope.
1: You said, "Well, you're the only guy with the <laughs> hair like that." Still, and so yeah. All right, Gary Hoey's going to stick around. Maybe Maybe play some more Christmas music? Absolutely. Whatever you guys want. Love it. Love it. It feels like a Friday, doesn't it? Because we got Gary Hoey in here. And 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 we're screwing off. We're screwing
0: off at Half-Ass in the Show is what we're (laughs)
1: talking about. We're having uh, too much fun on the breaks. Gary Hoey is going to be at the Rhythm Room tonight. And if if you don't know Gary's name, um, you know, Paul and I have both had him on the radio in various incarnations of of, of our career. (laughs) Um, Yeah, for a long time. And Gary has, uh, we were just talking about this, you know, this spot he has carved out. Part of that niche is the Ho-Ho-Hoey collections. Yes. And that is what you're going to be featuring tonight at the Rhythm Room.
0: I remember when he did, uh, you know, he was also this, he was like the
3: new Dick Dale for a while. He was the surf guitar guy. Yeah, surf yes. dog records, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and we and we, we scored the Endless Summer 2 soundtrack. Yeah. The movie soundtrack. And yeah. I yeah. got to work with Dick Dale. God rest his soul. He passed away. But, yeah, and, uh, and for a long time everybody kept calling me the surf guy. No matter where I went, I was like, <laughs> I'm not just the you know, I like surf, but I like rock, I like metal, like everything. Yeah,
0: so. So it, yeah uh, I mean, his cover of
1: Lowrider was a big deal for a while. That was great. Yeah, And, and, and Linus and Lucy is still part of
3: the set, right? You do that Oh, yeah, generally? we still do Linus and Lucy in the show. It's just, yeah. you know, when, uh, speaking of another guitar icon, Eddie Van Halen, he passed away. But when I was thinking of Linus and Lucy, you know, it was, it was a piano song by Vince Guaraldi. Right. Vince, Vince Guaraldi, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, th- I sat there and I said, well, what would Eddie do? You know, what would Eddie do? And I started going, I, I don't know if my guitar is on, but I started, I started going... <laughs> you know, and just started picturing Eddie Van Halen just yeah. doing his, his, like, you know... <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of people
1: don't know Schroeder was actually in the session when Gary <laughs> yeah. recorded that. It yeah. was, uh, he's uncredited.
0: But. Well, there's a, and it's funny because when I think of Linus and Lucy, I think of your version and I think of the Stu Ham version who's also, a, he's, oh. a, he's a he's a jazz bass player yes. who plays with guys like Steve Vai and stuff. You guys are all in that circle. Is there anybody that you haven't played with that you want to have played with? Like
3: You can play with anybody. You can play anything with anybody. Is there anyone you want to? I mean, you know, I was talking earlier about playing with Sting from the police because he's yeah. such a talented bassist. I mean, I've never played with him. I've never played with Eric Clapton. You know, every guitar player says they want to play with Clapton. It's probably not even going to happen at this point. Uh, but I've already played with so many of my of my favorite guitarists. It's kind of crazy at this point. Tell
1: you what, let's let's do a song. We'll tell you uh, right, yeah. Do, we can do a Christmas we can song, a and then
3: we'll ask you some more questions because you guys wanted to. Do, uh, should we do Alice and Lucy? No, don't do it. No, don't of course, it? yeah, of course. We yeah. Do so this, even lines.
1: though it's not really a Christmas song, it's part of your set still. Yes. Even even when you're doing the
0: Christmas stuff, and I think and it's part of the Charlie Brown Christmas special. I think they you're use probably it. right. Yeah, they use it. Dude, that's part of the dancing, right? Yeah. Yes.
1: We'll, we'll tie it in if we need to, but even if we don't, just play it. Just ho, play. Ho, it. Ho. It's so good. Why not? Love all the uh, yeah. love all the Hendrix mixed in there, too. I, you, know, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy, uh, <laughs> little Jimmy. <laughs> you little know,
0: touches here and there. If you don't think, here's one of the, uh, again, you don't get a chance to see this because we're on the radio. It's uh, Mark and the Under Paul with Gary Hoey, who's going to be at the Rhythm Room tonight. Uh, you should change your plans and accordingly and go and see him as he does the Ho-Ho-Hoey thing. But there is a genuine joy that comes out of your face. Like, everybody talks about guitar players making rock and roll faces, <laughs> but you're genuinely,
3: yeah. you genuinely have a good time while you're playing. Do you still practice? I do. I still have to practice, man. I, um... Do you really? I really do. I notice, like if I don't, I don't know if it's called practicing or just playing, you know what I mean? I don't practice so much like with the metronome like I used to sitting there with the metronome going on because uh, that's how I developed my speed is yeah, I, used to, yeah. I used to have a notepad and I would play exercises and I would write down like as, as fast as I could play it that day. Like, okay, I got to 50 and then the next day I would I would slow down and try to get to 50 again and then go to 55 and I would write it down every day. And wow. it kind of was, I took this almost like Olympic approach to de- of developing my technique and I would just keep writing it on a notepad and I say, okay, I can play at 86 today and sometimes I would get a little sloppy but i keep pushing and that number just kept pushing me. And so I, I, you, you, yeah. what
1: you're saying is you have to work at being a good guitar
3: player. Is that because it should just come to you I think. Well you know there's certain natural <laughs> things that do come but yeah man if you want to what it is is when I first started it's, playing I just played the blues man I didn't I didn't, yeah. and I heard Eddie Van Halen my friend pulled up and said you got to hear this guy in his Camaro and he played and he, and he hit, the, eruption. You know, hit, the, hit the eruption thing yeah, yeah, and all yeah, of a sudden yeah. the thing started and I was like oh you're taping broken. No, no, one, <laughs> no one can play that fast. Your cassette's broke, that's dude. Right. He goes yeah. no, and the same thing happened when Ingve Malmsteen, When I first heard Ingve that I is thought funny. Something hard to tape down. Yeah, those that can do, those that can't do radio.
1: All right, here, here's a here's a question for you. All right, you you talked about playing with Brian
0: May earlier, and
1: you you know Lita Ford. You've mentioned these these names here and there. Who is in your
0: phone That would impress everybody Who's the most Most famous person In your phone In my phone Yeah Oh wow Who's the the get an opp- this, is, this is an opportunity This is for the Gary I, The Gary Hoey name drop game. I,
2: Yeah
3: Yeah Famous person? Do you mean like like? Are you thinking like? like are you like talking like? Classics? Hell, hell! If you got a president in there, that'd yeah, be great. I mean, no, who's uh, the most famous? I mean, if
2: you,
1: do
0: you have the Pope? I
1: mean, yeah, who do you have in yeah. there? I mean, have uh,
3: actors. I've got some actors. I've got. Um, yeah, well, can you name any of those? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, who cares? Two, they're in your phone. I've got lots of, lots of musicians, like Steve Vai, Joe Satriani. Well, Steve Vai gives everybody his phone. Number he does. <laughs> he gives, it's actually on the bathroom <laughs> wall at the, at the office he, here. I just thought. I, I kid I kid you not.
0: We we actually did an interview with Steve Vai once. He's like, hey, you want to you want to call me before the Interview. So he That's he goes like awesome. so I call him and I go Steve is this your personal phone he goes yeah. I go. Why? Why do you give me your personal phone number? And he goes. People are cool. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, they're some not. Some are. Some are. Yeah. Um, Steve Vai, the beekeeper. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, Dick Dale. He passed away. I love you, Dick Dale. I'm you, looking at his name right here. But you keep his number in your phone. I, I, I will never get rid of it. Michael Anthony from Van Halen is in, in your phone. phone? That's pretty oh, famous. Right. Yeah. He's in my phone. Um, we would
0: now normally in the in the past <laughs> we would tell you to call them, wake them up. People like would be one of those things, but we wouldn't do that to you. You're so sweet. That yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, Michael Anthony from Van Halen's a pretty good one. He's relatively famous. Yes. So, Absolutely.
1: Uh, oh, so we are to assume that Brian May did not give you his
3: number while you were touring with him. <laughs> he did. I have his number and his email. Oh, look
0: at yeah, you. It's yes. so okay, Gary. You
3: can big time us. Yeah, All we're good right, with man. that. Yep, yep. Right. Brian was so cool. He was great. All,
0: All right, right let's, so, let's do a quick so, break and then have him come back and if he wants to play another one. We can him play another yeah, one. Yeah, Gary's just
3: going to be shooting us
1: his contacts while we're yeah, while we're
2: taking we're a break we're gonna here. Down- here. We're going <laughs> to download his
0: phone. Let's
1: do it.
2: <laughs> All right, cool.
3: This is a, a little skip bit, day is what it is. Yeah,
2: it is.
1: We're, we're just hanging out we're with
3: We're playing you. hooky with Hoey. Hooky with Hoey. Gary Hoey, <laughs> guitar
1: player extraordinaire, is in the studio today. He's playing the Rhythm Room tonight as part of the Ho Ho
3: Hoey Tour, which is an annual thing now, right? As, yes. Uh, uh, have you missed a year of this since you put um, those CDs out? You know what? It's been 27 years now um, that we've been doing it, and I, I haven't missed, since I started touring, I have not missed a, I have not missed a year um, right. as far as going out and doing the tour, because I feel like Santa Claus in a way, like... I feel like if I don't show up, I'm going to disappoint some people, but I do love doing it. You know, it's, it's a fun, a fun thing anyway.
1: We were just talking behind the scenes about you, you know, you, because you, you, you uh, you piece together this thing. You do. You're a product specialist. You you're a guitar player, and you tour. Um, you do all these things. You've endorsed Fender products, which yes. you still do a little bit of. Yes. Um, like with Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp is another aspect of your career. You're heavily involved in that. Yes. Have you um, in, in in Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp like some of the bigger name? Like who's a
3: bigger name that's really great with the campers? Well, the camps the camps that I've done. I mean, we've had Roger Daltrey from the Who. We'd have Joe Perry from Aerosmith. And are, um, they,
1: are they gracious with these folks? Oh, they're or are so they, nice. They're so nice. They, Joe,
3: Joe's actually come back and done two or three camps, and he doesn't need the money. You know, he, right, he, he comes yeah. back and he says, man, Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp reminds me of why I got in a band and why I played in a guitar in a garage band, yeah. and I wanted to play music. It reminds me of the passion. Mm-hmm. He said that I could wake up every day, everything's handed to me, you know, limousines, food. Every, he's like, everything's just <laughs> handed to me. He said, and, and when, when you get in the trenches with a bunch of young musicians and just middle-aged musicians that want to play... He he said, "You feel their passion. You feed off of that, and it makes you reminds you about why you love it." What are you listening to now? Like, what like are there are there new bands that
0: you're into, or there you know the next level of guitar player? Who are the guys that you dig?
3: Um, you know, lately it's funny. I haven't. I it's like my son's 21 years old. My son Ian is yeah. is a, is a really good guitarist. He's already done two years at Belmont uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, studying music. He, he right. wants to be a musician. And I can't figure why, but uh, <laughs> and he's been turning me on to like all these Japanese metal bands, which I can't. Even Remember the names of right now, but these guitar players are sick. They're just playing like this technical, technical guitar stuff. And some of them write for video games because you know younger kids they, they keep up with that. Yeah. So, um, but I haven't really been following a lot of the newer bands lately. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm just yeah. uh, I'm just doing my thing and, and whatever I'm producing and working on. So um, I haven't really been following too much.
1: Well, your thing is playing at the Rhythm Room tonight. Why don't you why don't you give us another selection from the the song list or and whatever we
0: We're rolling tape. On- on all of this so we're all getting we're getting like these amazing
3: versions of these songs yeah, for ourselves. You know I was thinking man I, I, you know I was always a big Gary Moore fan you guys like Gary love Moore? Gary Moore yeah. Yeah. he's a great, yeah. huge Gary Moore you fan you know Scottish uh, I've got my, my Celtic cross on he yeah. was a, a, an Irish Scottish lad and I love Gary Moore I wrote a song called Still Got the Blues for Christmas which I wanted to play sure is that alright yeah. uh, I'm alright with that because there's so many people out there going through a hard time right now the holiday season's here my family uh, we lost my sister to cancer and so many families out there right now are suffering going through so much and I just wanted to say Hang in there. Hang tough. Think of the good memories. Think of the positive things. And you, we we can't be sad all the time for the loss. We have to stay positive. And uh, I wanted to play Is that cool?
1: So this is called Still... Still Got the Blues for Christmas. For yeah, Christmas. Here we go.
3: Tip
0: of the cap to Gary Moore's Still Got the Blues. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Here yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Gary Hoey, who will be playing at the Rhythm Room tonight. It's 100.7 KSLX. A couple of lessons, Great and stuff. he
0: might he might be pretty good. Yeah. 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 You might
1: want to yeah. think about that. Yeah. Do you know "Smoke
0: on the Water"? Yes, you sir. Know, that's the crazy thing. He still
1: hasn't learned the opening to 25 or six to four. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's He's so still having trouble. It's, with t- that. it's taken
3: all those years. I don't. Know. That's one of my favorite songs.
0: <laughs> that's why I asked if you still practice. Like you get guys that are at a virtuoso level as a player, and you think to yourself, "Well, what else? There are only 12 notes. You know how to
3: play them everywhere on the neck. What's left to do? Well, you know what it is. I mean, I think I think as soon as you think you don't have to practice anymore, I really yeah. think yeah. that's when you're yeah. in trouble because, uh, you know, like in anything, you know, there's certain things I can probably do just waking up out of bed, I can play every day. But there's certain things that you, you have to work at. And if you keep wanting to try to get better and improving, um, then you do. You have to look at yourself and say, okay, what can, what can I do better? I mean, I'm not trying to play faster. I'm trying to play, you know, maybe more soul, more heart, more, you know, write songs that are better, you know, whatever it is you're chasing, you know. Was that you singing? That was you, right? That was me yeah, singing yeah. On, on, that, yeah. on that. I didn't sing live because I didn't want to, you know, say early you got, in the Yeah, I like,
1: I like you. I was like, okay, he's got the vocals all set up. He doesn't have to cari- worry about karaoke singing, early. Hoey.
0: singing early in the morning. is not going to be, uh, yeah, he, you have to worry about. But unlike Paul Stanley, he's admitting it.
3: <laughs> yes, karaoke tracks, I was just doing it. I didn't sing <laughs> yeah, it live. Yep. All
2: right,
0: so. so tonight at the Rhythm Room, Gary yep. Hoey is in town. He's doing his ho-ho-hoey, and it's always nice to see an old friend here
3: in the studio. Yes. Yep. And I mean old as in we've been friends for a long time, not you're old. <laughs> so, no, well. I, are you kidding me? It's, it's actually been amazing to see you guys again after all these years. We we haven't hung in a long time, so yeah. I appreciate it so much. Exactly. It was worth getting up early when that alarm went off this morning. I said, okay.
1: Rhythm Room, 10th Street in Indian School. Should be a great show. Do you know when it starts or when you're going on? Uh, I'm
3: going on about 8 o'clock, I believe. But, uh, yeah, come on down early, man. Have some fun. Nice. It's all right, great. excellent.
0: It's, uh, oh, this is a song Gary knows how to play as well. I, I think uh, you want to play along? Can I'll you, play along a little bit. Yeah. I've heard this one.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Listen to Mark and the Interpol
2: when you get to work with the free KSLX app, 100.7 KSLX.